things I wish I knew before I started using a password manager. Here's a quick preview of what's to come on today's show. If anything, I'm surprised I was not using a password manager before. There's loads of password managers out there and I struggled finding a good one, but because that was unencrypted and now I'm actually safer with the encrypted password manager. My life a lot more secure and... Working for yourself I know you love it Working for yourself Cause I love it too Working for yourself Soft talks about it Making it easy for you Working for yourself Go be your own boss Working for yourself So we'll help you along Working for yourself Powered by trusted creators Softtalks.com So in this episode, I'm going to be speaking about password managers. I've been using one for about a year now. What's the good things about it? What's the bad things about it? Should you be worried? That's what I'm going to be covering in today's episode. Hello and thanks for joining me. I'm Zof, your host, and today we're looking at password managers. It's been a whole year and I thought, you know what? A lot of people in the new year will be setting up new passwords, uh, going through their applications and seeing what they can maybe improve uh, security-wise. So the, the ideal situation is you want to have a separate password for each of your websites or logins. How feasible is that? That's the question. Can we really remember a dozen or more? Let me look in my password manager. How many logins do I have saved there? That would be an interesting uh, topic for you. If I go to my vault, oh my days, I have 243 logins. This includes a mixture of websites, domain names, uh, logins for my email, because you, when you have a domain name, you can have an email per domain. So Amazon, uh, podcasts, MailerLite, shopping channels. I don't do any of my banking details on my password manager, which I'll go into today's episode to explain why. But if you're in the new year and you're thinking about setting up your passwords and getting them in a place they should be, you're basically covered in this episode. This is a bonus episode on my podcast, Working For Yourself, zolftalks.com. Now, why should you use a password manager? Why did I end up using a password manager and which one do I use? That's going to be all revealed today, so worry not, you're covered with me. And I like this because working for yourself, you want to be able to access your passwords from everywhere. If you're on a mobile phone, if you're on a laptop, if you're on a desktop, if you decide to log in on a computer somewhere else, I want access to my passwords. Is that going to be an option with your password manager? The one I'm using, it is. I'm not sponsored by them. I like how it works. I mentioned this in my five programs. If you remember my episode where I did five programs creators use, I mentioned this password manager there. So let me give you an overview of this. So especially in times of this, putting all your eggs in one basket, is it a good idea? Especially when you got data breaches, left, right, center, all sorts of news come out that all oh, this site's been hacked and your details are available. So let's cover this first. If I have all my passwords in one location and one password manager, is that safe? Hmm, interesting. It depends if it's encrypted. So if the information in that manager is encrypted, if someone was to access it and they did not have your long password, master password to encrypt it, it'll be gobbledygook. So even if they got hold of it, they won't know what's what. 
So in that example, okay, that's one thing to think about. That's one thing I thought about when I was looking through the password managers. I was like, hmm, I can have a spreadsheet on my computer and that can store all the passwords uh, or I can start putting them into this password manager. So old habits die hard. So figuring out a safer place to remember your passwords is ideal. And the good thing, one good thing, I'll give you one, uh, not bad thing, but one thing you need to think about as in putting all your eggs in one basket is that a good idea. Another thing to think about is you have got access to all your passwords in one place. So you can have a different password for each location. When you have how this one works, the one I've got, I'm not going to keep saying the name because it's just free advertising for them. But at the end of the episode, I'm going to tell you who they are and what they do. And it's actually free. So it doesn't cost you any money. You can pay uh, like an amount to get extra features, but you don't have to. I've not paid for a year. I do make a donation towards them to keep them going. So this is a, okay, so safer place for passwords. Now you can write them down, okay, but your book's gonna be vulnerable. If you keep changing passwords, do you keep a good record of the old one, the new one, or do you need to worry about that? Also, growing list of online accounts. So I'm struggling, like I told you, over 200 accounts, passwords I need to remember. And new tech solutions, as new years come out, password managers are kind of coming out as a more uh, versatile option. But you may ask yourself, what's wrong with keeping your password stored in your browser? So when I say that, that means if you're using the browser itself, like uh, Firefox or Chrome, why not just use Firefox or Chrome to keep your passwords? That's an interesting point, and I wanted to cover that straight away. So having passwords in your browser, like for example, Firefox, Chrome, Safari, majority of times that is available to anyone with access to the device as well as it's not encrypted so like a little malware malware is something that can be on your computer via a virus if you download something or some you know like a trojan type situation that can log into your user's profile and then you've got access to everything and even if you look in some of your details if you go into your browser you can go to a section in settings and it gives you a list of all of them so you can click the little eye and see what the actual password is that is stored in the browser so it's not a great situation there so if you're thinking about using your browser or you are using your browser think about moving to somewhere else which is a little bit more secure which allows you to have it encrypted i'll explain a little bit more about the process of how this works and what that entails but you want to be looking at certain types of features in your password manager what does that actually mean what features should you look out for well were we not in today's episode i'm going to give you a quick overview of some of these so things like Password managers that auto-fill your passwords when you sign in. So, for example, I have one master password. When I open my computer, I open up my internet, I have an extension. So, an extension is like a little add-on. So, think about like Honey and Grammarly. You know, you have that little button in the top corner, which like runs in the internet. And Bitwarden is what I use. It's installed. I have one master password, which is like a long password. You need to always remember that one password to access your vault. So think of it like a bank and like a bank uh, security pin type situation. You enter that into your browser and then you've got access to your Bitwarden, which is where it keeps all your passwords stored. Now, any site you go to, a little number appears on your Bitwarden icon to say, okay, for this website, I have two logins saved. You can click on that and choose which one you want to log into or you can set it up to automatically enter the details in when it sees a login page. So similar to like, you know, there's an auto remember password situation. However, it's not in your browser. I've turned off my browser's option, which says 
do not store passwords in the browser and also don't remind me. So you know when you log in, internet browser normally gives you a pop-up, do you want me to remember this password? I've just turned that off so it doesn't ask me. So there's no way or chance that that password can be stored in the browser unencrypted. Now, password managers need to be encrypted. That's number one. What that basically means is it just gets all the information and then it uses a type of a coding program to just gobbledygook up everything that doesn't have the right key. That's like a layman's explanation. And it's also important to understand the password features that they offer you. Like, for example, can you use it across platform? In my situation, I can. I can use it in my Android phones, Firefox browser. I can use it on my computer. I can use it on my tablet. If I log into another computer, I can go to the Bitwarden website and log in there and look at passwords that I need to look at through the browser. So like extension support as well as browser support. And also if I'm not connected to the internet, like if you're in a location, like you're on holiday or something, you can still have your passwords on your device in your uh, vault. It's like a type of an app. Now, if you've got zero knowledge about encryption, it's basically there's it's like a lock. Your your passwords are on your device. They are locked in. They're not accessible immediately to hackers. So if they try and steal it, uh, all reliable password managers use complex encryption techniques to secure your vault. So vault is where everything's saved. And that kind of covers that uh, situation in that scenario. Now, you will have login. So you can log into your uh, location. You can encrypt it. You can look at authentication, like why you're logging and then you've got an option to access everything. So pick password managers with secure backups, and that is quite important. So what I do is I'm able to download a file with encrypted passwords, so I have that stored in another location. If anything ever was to go wrong, I've got all of that there. I've got separate passwords for each website. And there's additional things there, because now a lot of people have mobile phones with fingerprint recognition, so like biometrics. Some password managers allow you to use fingerprints and store that information as well. So that's something to consider and two-factor authentication. So sometimes the fancier uh, password managers. So let me give you an example. Say you're in Google, you log in. It sometimes says, I'm going to send you a text message to your phone. And then you enter that code back in. There's sometimes you can have like a Google authenticator on your phone where you can get a code from. Some of these let you integrate both of those. So that like it's basically a nightmare when you have to do that. Some of these devices, it allows you to have that access there as well. If you ever forget your password, what happens? So with these device managers, you basically have a master password that you need to always remember. If you forget it, it normally gives you a hint or you have access to emergency provider. So you can set up like a, a text message or something to come through or a pad, uh, like a key that you use. So it lets you have two or three keys that you can use to reset your password, but you have to save them in a uh, safe place. Uh, they're not as complicated as I've made out. They are quite straightforward to use. I was I started adding passwords into mine from my internet when everything was added into my password manager, Bitwarden. Then I slowly went through and over a period of like two months, I slowly reset. As I was logging into sites, I reset passwords to new passwords in Bitwarden. It actually gives you a generator when it generates a password for you, like a secure password like with numbers, signals, spaces, special characters, and it's quite a long password. So that's a good way of doing it. So if you're to totally new and you're overwhelmed, try Bitwarden, bit, B-I-T-W-A-R, and then Warden, like a, a prison warden. And I think you'll do okay with it. It doesn't cost anything. You can pay for like additional packages. If you have a team of people, you can all share um, like details and things like that as well. So that's something to think about. I will link you to the resources of my last episode as well, where I talked about the five 
programs that I use because there's a few more things that make your life easier. And to be honest, to summarize, I'm surprised I did not use a password manager. I don't know what I've been doing in my life. It made my life easier. I feel a little bit more secure than I did before. Firstly, because every password is different. In the past, I used to have one password for about at least five different places and then a password for another five different places. And then it was like, mm, if one password gets hacked or taken, then people have got access to those five locations. Whereas now every password is different. And so far it's been okay. I'm sure at some point there will be some type of situation, but I'm confident with the encryption in terms of how it works. And I don't have any of my banking details just for that very reason, because you can never be too sure. Nothing's certain in life. So it's always best to be safe. So my banking details are totally separate. I only keep my logins on my Bitwarden that aren't as necess necessity, would you say? So like my life can, can continue if those passwords were to go, basically. So it doesn't have anything important on there. So that's something to keep in mind. Always have the end goal in mind and think, if today all your banking details were gone, what would you do? So you need to have basically another account with some money in and access to that account via a card and you can still make your living basically doing the essential things. So if you plan for this situation, you should be fine. But I wanted to give you this uh, little episode as a bonus one, just to give you an idea about password managers and things that I like, things I wish I knew, and also how this basically works. So right now I'm quite happy with everything. There's nothing that's thrown me for the password manager. If anything, it's made my life a little bit easier and I feel a little bit more secure. So thank you and I'll see you in the next episode. It would be really good if you can leave a review wherever you're listening to this. The show resources are available at zolftalks.com. You can also sign up to the mailing list there, which will allow you to get information to help you on your journey working for yourself.